Welcome to your favorite sex and relationship podcast. I'm Luis, aka Truth.com, aka your favorite Sucio, and this is Truth Be Told Podcast. So as you guys know, since I've been telling you about it for a couple of weeks now, there's been a lot of changes to the podcast. And for those of you asking why, it's because we're trying to be more consistent. We would love to bring you more three host podcasts, but unfortunately, getting together, getting all three of us in the same room is not really easy. We will continue to bring you more three host podcasts, but in the meantime, we will continue to bring you these one-on-one interviews like today's and Truth's Quickies. We do hope you enjoy them and we hope you understand the changes. Having said that, today's episode is a special one. Now, this is an 18 and over podcast, but surprisingly, we've had a lot of teenagers approach us about wanting to be on the podcast, especially about wanting to be heard. And here at Truth Be Told Podcast, we believe everybody has a voice and everybody deserves to be heard. We hope you listen. We hope you learn, and we hope you enjoy. Today, I have a very interesting guest. I'm here with Cece. And Cece, do you want to tell my guest a little bit about yourself? Right. Okay, so I am actually a 17-year-old girl who is barely on her way to be a senior in high school. And honestly, I have had a few experiences just in my high school years alone enough to share a few stories and I guess I'll be sharing a few my experiences and a few stories. Awesome, awesome. Now, it's not every day that we have a 17-year-old approach us regarding the podcast. Uh, When I was talking to people about recording this, because I was hesitant, I will be honest, and I think you know that because of the age and and the kind of podcast we are. So I was wondering, what does a 17-year-old have to tell us and do you feel like most adults don't listen to you guys? I definitely, from my point of view, as a 17-year-old girl, it definitely does feel like that sometimes simply because of the fact that adults seem to overlook, you know, the new things that we as teenagers learn nowadays. Teenagers from back then are so much different from today. And as a teenager from, you know, this generation, it's just, kind of harder for adults to understand because of all the technology and stuff so it does seem like we're kind of overlooked with our opinions now what are some of the things you think are different you said um, adults from back then didn't learn as much because of technology or the lack of i'm guessing because everything's you have access to everything in your hand with the phone what are some things you think they don't understand i feel like back then obviously you know my parents didn't have social media growing up as teenagers and I do. So things are a lot more complicated for them to understand when it comes to like explaining to them even the simplest of things. Like you could show your mom like a meme about like, oh, this person. And then they'll be like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? And then like they'll nitpick every little person that they see. And I'm not sure if it's just my parents, but I feel like they haven't really caught up to the technology just yet completely. And like as new technology is coming out, it's a lot more you know, harder for them to keep up with it. So I can understand why it would be difficult for them to, like, catch up. But it is different technology-wise, obviously, since they didn't have that technology that we do now. And what is something that you do wish they would understand? Like, if you could get one of your parents right now to be like, oh, I get you, what would it be? Um, 
it would definitely have to be the way they look at, you know, sex life. I think that this is a very touchy subject on my parents' behalf. But honestly, the sex life is just something that was more conservative. Like, I was talking about this a lot, honestly. I'm not saying that they were completely keeping me in the dark or anything. I just feel like my mom was just more abstinent, abstinent. She never really sat down to, like, actually talk with me about the necessities if I were to end up doing things. And that's something I kind of wish that would have been done. And I did things a lot differently than she did. So I feel like maybe if she would have understood the way I do things, it would have been a lot easier to communicate. And that makes sense because that's one of the reasons why I decided ultimately to record record this podcast. Because like I said, I did think about what will we talk about and how can I approach this? But I have a 15-year-old I have a 17-year-old, and that's not a conversation I'm having with them, but I'm I'm hoping their moms are. I'm leaving that kind of on them. But I feel like I should be able to have that conversation with them because maybe they do trust me a little bit more. Maybe I can tell them things that a man will do or when they get to that point because I definitely don't want them thinking. And I think that's why I'm not having this conversation with them because I don't want them thinking about sex at at this moment. As a parent, while we're being protective, we're also not acknowledging that we're not giving them the resources to be to protect themselves. Exactly. So you know, and I'm like, okay, no, we know we're going to do this conversation. We're going to record it because I want to, you know, I want to kind of teach with this. I want to somebody that's in my position not wanting to talk to their teenager to be like, okay, maybe I should approach this because my teenager's obviously thinking about this. It's obviously something they can look at, you know, on social media. So maybe I should talk to them about that. Now, how did how when did you find out or finally click? to you what it was well when it finally clicked yeah like when you finally realized oh this is what it is and i wish i knew more of it honestly i didn't have a good complete grasp on it until i actually experienced it and that was at the age of 16 and it was consensual and everything i did everything i was supposed to do um the first time i actually learned about it i was at six it was never really explained to me I just kind of knew growing up. It was just something that I, I just caught on as, you know, as time went on. And it wasn't something I did until many, many years later. And you said it was at 16. Is this the reason why you were so interested in speaking about the show 16 and Pregnant and Teen Pregnancy and stuff like that? Uh, yes. I was initially making those Reddit posts because of my past experiences and because it was a school project. I thought I had some sort of idea of like the state before these girls, you know, the state they got into. Obviously, from a 16 year old girl's perspective, it could be different from a grown woman's perspective. And that's why I kind of wanted to say my input on it since I don't think a lot of people are too open on it. And I can understand why it's not like an open conversation, but I'm honestly all down for it. Just asking as many questions as I can and answering as many as I can and just, you know, making it normal. I'm not saying like, oh, go, go have sex and everything. I'm saying it's normal if you end up doing it. Just make sure that you're being safe. Yes, yes. That is the biggest thing. Be safe. And again, I'm going to keep advocating just because I am a parent. Please, please at least wait till you're 18. I know most people that listen to this are either too old for that 
or if they are younger and listening to this, they're probably not going to listen to me. But here at Truth Be Told Podcast, we're advocating wait at least till you're 18, please. But having said that, you did say that uh, MTV glorified the 16 and pregnant. Like, how did you take it as a teen? Like, how did you see it being glorified? In a way, it was seen as glorified. But the more I looked at it, it was more so like a view into behind the scenes of what these girls go through. Like, when you picture 16 and pregnant, at first, I would always see like, oh, like pregnancy is so beautiful and it's so like amazing you're carrying this life inside of you but that's only a small portion of what it really is you know being a pregnant woman it's not it's not all sunshine and rainbows it's, it's hard work and it not only drains you physically but it drains you mentally and emotionally because you have all these hormones going on and you don't really have a way of controlling it you know i'm not i'm not pregnant or anything like that but I would understand why a show like that could give someone that idea. But if you really look at it, these girls go through real life struggles. And some of these things aren't even shown maybe because it's too graphic for TV audiences. But I still feel like what is shown is still something that could be learned from younger girls such as myself. who I've grown up watching 16 and Pregnant and shows like Teen Moms and Recently Unexpected. So these shows can really, you know, take an impact on a girl's perspective, even a guy's perspective, because these are teen parents that we're talking about in the show. Now, you're saying that you saw that it was, you know, all the real world problems they go through. So would you say that this show was in a way beneficial because you actually saw that and I'm hoping it deterred you away from it? Yeah, for sure. I, as much as parents say, like, oh, be careful, that can only do so much. And as teens, you don't really get the idea to listen and that happens a lot to a lot of teens so watching tv itself because that's like the source that many kids get their stuff from other than social media uh you basically just learn off from these tv shows and yes they do teach you a lot of stuff on there like all the struggles that it's not easy to be pregnant it's not easy to be a mom it's not easy to be a dad being a single parent is not easy being parent of the of the single parent is not easy you know sometimes they have to raise their grandkids with their kids because either their father or their mother's not there anymore so these shows are definitely beneficial for people oh well, that's good see every time my sister would watch them a lot whenever i'd see them on tv i just i personally i'm like why are they showing this i felt again as a parent the the you don't want to see this but knowing yeah. that it is beneficial in this sense, I can totally understand why, you know, they milk the cow, so to speak, and bring more episodes, especially if they are helpful to the younger generation. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, obviously, since we're on the topic of pregnancy, with everything going on with Road versus Wade, how do you feel that that's affected you? I'm not exactly sure what state train. We won't be telling anybody what state train, but how does that affect you? Me personally, I don't really have anything personal with this topic itself it's very touchy I, but i was never really affected by this road by, by way of debate it was just like i mentioned before i've never been pregnant let alone like wanted any abortion or had an abortion but regardless of the laws or any sort of debate or whatever goes on about this topic i've always felt like i'm responsible for my body and whatever or whoever is in it i'm responsible for that and me personally i would not abort simply because I would feel responsible for that creation I have inside of me. 
And under different circumstances, people may think otherwise, which is understandable. However, it's easier said than done. You know, that's my initial thought on it. Now, do you do you find that your friends or the teens around you think about it this way too? Because it sounds like you have a pretty good grasp on it and you have a mature understanding of the situation. And that, that's awesome. But do you feel like the people around you do also? I think most of my friends don't really talk about this or really think much about it because they're not doing the same thing I am. They're on a totally different page as me, so it's based on what their parents say, and most of the time it's always like, oh, you're responsible for what happens to you, so you have to keep this baby, and you have to like be responsible for you know, the aftermath of what actually happened. So anytime I would talk about this, which is very rare, when I would talk about this with them, they would say like, oh, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have it because of this, but my mom would have want me to have it. So they end up having it anyway. Now, have you known any pregnant teens, like personally? Not personally. I've known a few that I've talked to that I, more, they were more like acquaintances, but they've definitely had their fair share of struggles. No, definitely. Like I said, as a teen parent myself and as a parent of a teen, I completely understand. I had my my oldest, I had him when I was barely turning 18. His mom had just turned 17. So we went, we struggled a lot. Like it, I, I tell my daughter all the time when I do talk about it, because like I said, I don't like talking about it. I do tell her all <laughs> yeah. the struggles that we went through. And I tell her I'm not in the best situation that I am right now. And I did struggle a lot. And it's really not worth it because I'm barely getting, you know, to where I want to be in life. And I could have been there so much sooner and gave all of you a better life had I not done what I did. And yeah, then, and it's definitely not easy, especially as a teen dad too, right? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. It's years, especially because boys mature at a slower rate. So we definitely don't know. We know what we're doing. Um, I was fortunate enough that the girl I was with, she stepped up and she knew what to do and she did the right thing. Um, and then I kind of learned as I went along. But looking back, like if I would hate it if my daughter got pregnant by somebody like me when I was 17. So I think, yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> <laughs> yeah no definitely no now you did state that you well, i want to read this because you said it yourself you said being a teen isn't the easiest and isn't the hardest because it hasn't killed you that seems really deep what did you mean by that yeah so basically i as many struggles as i've gone through all throughout my teenage years which hasn't been that many i still feel like at the end of the day it's not the end of the world even though it might feel like it was at the time like even like those small little breakups or heartbreaks that i've had before at the time it did seem like the world was gonna end and there was like no way i was gonna function because it honestly did feel that way it felt like there was just no way i could just keep going on without this person being with me and knowing that now I'm okay and I'm doing so much better from like I was in January so like from January till now I've definitely come a long way and I've I'm honestly proud to say that I'm still alive even after all that I didn't do anything you know harmful to myself even after that even though it was thought that I had but I never really went on with it because I knew that I was better than 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 this and that I was better than whatever that person wanted me to be, and that was the reason why they left. What do you mean? Well, this guy was just... It, I wasn't really exactly what he was looking for. It wasn't more of a douchebag kind of way. It was more so the fact that, like, I was... He basically said he didn't want to fuck me over, but I'm kind of 
I kind of got the impression like, okay, yeah, then I'm not for you at all. Because clearly, like, it doesn't seem that I'm getting the same vibe that he was getting. I'm not sure if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the gist. It was just very, it, it was it was a very small issue now that I look back at it, even though I was crying my eyes out that day. <laughs> no, we'll see. And again, this is another reason why I wanted to uh, do this interview, because even when I was thinking about doing an interview, and I will be honest with you because that's what we do here, I was talking to my girlfriend about doing an interview, what were the proper questions, you know, how to go about it, obviously, so we could do this the right way. And one of the things she said is you got to be very careful because a lot of times teens are very dramatic. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And a, yeah. a lot of times what you guys consider love or what you consider a heartbreak, it's kind of petty. And I agreed with her because that's exactly what I was thinking. She said the words that I was thinking. But in reality, it's like I understand that. But I do also remember being a teen and it felt like it was the end of the world for me also. So oh, yeah. what would you tell the parents? Because most likely who's going to be listening, how to act when their children are going through something like this? Well, when your teenager, most likely teenager, is, you know, sobbing, crying their eyes out, most likely, you just have to remind them that it's nothing that they did. It's normally nothing that they did. From my point of view, or in my case, it wasn't something that I did personally. But basically what my mom did, she was just there to comfort me. I was listening to my sad music. I was just listening to my Olivia Rodrigo going through my little heartbreak. And honestly, she was just there. Me, me personally, I don't really like when someone pet talks me. So I just preferred her just having me there, having her there accompanied like hearing me out about like how I felt on that day and personally I think that what every teenager needs when they're in this time when they're in this time they are in need of your attention and your basically your comfort they go to you because at this point this person that they're not that they're not any longer with they're not going to be with them to be that comfort person and so you have to be there and step up and make sure that they're going to be okay and that it's okay to feel bad but to let them know that they have to move on at some point and like take themselves up and you know move on themselves move away from this person just make sure that their child is okay with themselves and just let them know that you know that they're not alone that they're definitely being supported all the way through now i wasn't sure i know you said your parents but your your dad's you have your dad in your life right yes i did Okay, so I, I asked that because I've been reading statistics and just hearing a therapist talk and counselors speak. Usually what they say when something happens, something bad happens, the first thing that a girl says is, please don't tell my dad. And my question for you was, are you open with your dad or do you talk to him about things like this? Like when you went through your heartbreak, is this something he knew? Is this something he was involved with? He was definitely aware that this went on. And I'll say, you know, as a father, you would know you're, you're not really happy to hear this kind of news, especially from your own daughters getting their hearts broken by some guy. Yeah, no, of course. And did he help comfort you or? Oh, yes, he did. He, he did a very good job. I needed that male figure to help me through you know i have my brother but i also had my dad there you know just to like make sure that i was okay he was he was very upset obviously but you know at the end of the day he was, he was very comforting and told me that if, if these things happen you know things just don't work out 
that is a lesson that I want every team that listens to this, if they do, to take, to learn, to hold on to is, you know, you you're, you guys are very young. It's, it's okay to enjoy life. It's okay to have friends. Uh, if your parents let you date, it's okay to date. But don't make plans for the future. If it happens, that's awesome. But, you know, focus in school. Focus on your future. You have a long, long life to live where you can date, where you can, you know, find friends and, you know, just worry about relationships is basically what I'm trying to say. But, like, at this yeah. age, just kind of prepare yourself for the future. That's what's really more important. Yeah, of course. Honestly, this is around the time where you start to figure out not what you want, but more so the path that you kind of want to go with. I still don't know what I want to do yet, but, you know, I'm I'm going to go to college soon. And, you know, without all this, like, heartbreak, I could just do bigger things, you know. It's okay to have relationships. Just don't force it on yourself just because other people are in one. Of co- yes exactly and always put yourself first that's actually a conversation that i was having today at work and you know why some relationships end and there's a lot of people that when relationships end they one of the things they say is like oh don't you care about me and my answer to that has always been i do care about you but i'm unhappy and i care about myself more and my mm-hmm. advice to you and like anybody else listening is focus on you first make sure you're happy like you said you're finding your path right now so you kind of want to be focused on the person you're going to be and you can't do that if you keep changing to try to please somebody even a friend and not just a relationship exactly and honestly with that being said it's really not being selfish you're putting yourself first because that's how you're going to be able to help others. If you do want to help others, you won't be able to help other people unless you help yourself first because you can't fix a broken person when you're broken yourself. Yeah, exactly. Now, you did say you had an a older brother, right? Yes. Now, did does your older brother ever give you advice or tips or anything like that? Since you are dating, does he try to help you with any of that? Yeah, he definitely looks out for me a lot. He tells me to be very careful, especially with, you know, the most recent guy. He tells me to be very careful with these kinds of guys now that I've, you know, been around to to see what these kinds of guys are. I've been around like the R slash nice guys, you know, and douchebags and other guys that, you know, weren't my fit. So he definitely tells me to be careful. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you have him around. There's nothing like having a brother around to watch out for you because especially if they're older, that they, you know, they've already been through this. So whatever he says, you kind of want to listen to him unless he's misdirecting you and is an asshole, but I hope he's not. I hope he's a better brother. <laughs> hope he's a better brother than that. Now, has your dad given you any advice when it comes to dating just to protect yourself? Yes, definitely. He's given me some pretty good advice that has definitely, you know, given me an idea of what I want because I've heard... I've read, I'm not sure if you've read this before, but I've read this somewhere that, like, their daughters look for a guy based on what their father is like and how they treat get treated by their fathers. Oh, I don't know where my daughter will find a god, but no, <laughs> no yeah, well, th- then... I hope your dad is an amazing guy and that's what you go after. Of course. Now, like I said, this podcast will most likely be listened by the parents rather than the teenager because our audience is a bit more mature audience. But let's say there's a parent listening and has a teenager there with them. What advice would you give to the teenager? Try not to give your parents such a hard time. They do everything in their best to do what they can in order for you to have a good life. They don't care. Like, whether they give you, like, a set path for you, they just want you to be successful. They they honestly just want the best for you. And parents show it in different ways. I know that parents out there are a lot less lovey-dovey than others. A lot others express their emotions more than others. 
that's okay. You know, parents do their own thing, just like us kids do our own thing. So just respect your parents, you know. They've done all they could with what they've been given. And most of them, they they don't have the stuff that we have. So always appreciate your parents and just try your hardest and make them proud. But most of all, make yourself proud when it comes to doing things in life. There you go. See, that's the one because as much as as a parent, we can tell our kids we want you to do this and we don't want you to struggle. And, you know, we can tell you everything. But if you don't want better for yourself, you're not going to do better for yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, that's great advice. Now, I'm about to close the show off. Is there anything you want to say before uh, we close it out? Well, I just want to give a little thank you to you for allowing your time and giving me some of your time to interview me and get a point of view from a prestigious 17 year old girl who's barely figuring life out no it was our pleasure thank you yeah for sure of course it was a lot of fun thank you so much we hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know it's not the normal type of episode that we do but like we said at the beginning of the show we believe everybody has a voice and deserve to be heard we hope you learned something and hey we did our first pg-13 episode finally an episode that you can listen with the family if you have any comments, suggestions, or idea for future episodes, please feel free to contact us. All our contact information will be in the show notes. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please share with everybody and anybody you think might also enjoy this show. Also, don't forget to subscribe, to follow, and leave us a rate wherever possible. With your support, we'll be able to grow and bring you more content. Thank you for supporting us. I'm Truth.com, your favorite Susio. We're out.